Welcome to episode 117 of Podcateers. In this episode, we talk about heading to the parks for the final days of the Disneyland Diamond Celebration. We also update some Tower of Terror info that we missed in the last episode. We follow up on the Basket in the Mansion, and we talk to our pal Jeff Bam about his new project, Storied. Support for Podcateers is provided by Amazon. Before making your next Amazon purchase, we would love it if you went to podcateers.com slash Amazon first and click on the big Amazon button. That'll take you to Amazon using our special link, which won't cost you anything extra, but it does give us a small commission from your next purchase as a thank you from Amazon. To everyone already using our link, big thanks for the added support. Additional support for Podcateers is provided by listeners like you. For as little as $1 a month, you can help us out with some of the financial burden of running a free weekly podcast. Plus, it's like being a fairy godparent of the podcast, which is kind of cool. So, for more information, just head over to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to patreon.com slash podcateers. More information, photos, videos, and updates on things that we talk about in this episode will be over at podcateers.com slash 117. Make sure to leave a comment at the bottom of the post on anything that we talk about. If you're looking for us on the social networks, we are Podcateers on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and on YouTube. Please make sure to like and follow, subscribe to all those networks for updates. This week on our YouTube channel, we posted my Disney tag video. So if you haven't had a chance, please go check it out. See if your answers match any of mine. We also posted a new vlog, which we call Vlogmented Reality, about heading to the park to film Paint the Night uh, before it went away at the end of the Diamond Celebration. Remember to hit that like button on any of the videos that you watch and you like, and maybe even hit that subscribe button for updates on new videos that we post. So that's going to wrap it up for me. As always, thank you all so very much for listening. Here is episode 117 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Dude, I'm telling you, I didn't think I was going to get as emotional as I I mean, don't get me wrong, okay? I wasn't sitting there like... Like when when Javier did his Disney tag video where he was like sprinkling tears from his face, okay. But you know Mario didn't see it. <laughs> but I was a little emotional uh-huh. being there for the end of the 60th uh, celebration because what a weenie! I dude. was yeah, but I was there for the kickoff, man. Right. I was there for the 24 hour day, and I feel like I saw it, you know, beginning to end. Like being there on the last day kind of made me mm. feel like I saw this whole thing through, you know, unlike the 24 hour day. <laughs> See, the 24 hour one, that one kind of makes sense for you to get all emotional. It's, it's emotionally, oh, it did. physically, mentally draining. Physically and mentally, I was drained. Now, not this. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean you don't know what I'm talking about? Dude, I'm you, telling you. You act like there's never going to be something else coming along. Nothing's over. It's probably even going to return, so relax. You mean for the 65th anniversary? <laughs> <laughs> or the 70th? Yes, it's coming. I mean, it's it's so wild. Is it, though? Yeah. All right, so. Ten years. That's all you got to wait. Here's the deal, okay? Yeah. Uh, there was... I mean, How did do you I physically this? see it being torn down? Yes. I mean, I saw guys with wrenches and hammers just breaking things <laughs> apart, and they were just dismantling I, the floats. I'm it was gonna, sad to see. I'm not going to lie. That's something that I actually would like to see, people crying over <laughs> things being torn down. No, that is not what I saw. It's... I actually saw the tail end of the parade as it was walking away from me. <laughs> All right, that makes more sense. Yeah, I did not see it being torn apart. I would never want to see that. Unless I was actually part of Imagineering and I got to build them and break them down, then yes, 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 I would like to see that. I don't think Imagineers would be happy about breaking down a float they created. No, but I mean dismantling it to refurb it and then bring it, you know. They're going to keep them intact. Well, they're selling it for parts. (laughs) At the the parade junkyard. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you know, one of the things wrong with Paint the Night is 
uh, I guess I don't nothing. know what the validity of There's this comment wrong is. With it. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Structurally, there kind of is, um. and I don't know, you know, how much of this statement is valid. But a lot of the rumblings that I've heard are that some of the floats and the structures themselves haven't kept up really well, mm, and yeah. it could have just been an engineering thing. And they're gonna take it away to kind of rebuild it and then bring it back at some point, whether mm. it's a seasonal thing or whatever it turns out to be. But uh, like, for instance, the Tinkerbell float, you know, Tinkerbell like floats in a circle and sometimes that wouldn't happen. She was just kind of sitting there mm-hmm. or like floating in the air. Uh, there was a couple of times where the genie and Lumiere and Tigger just wouldn't function properly. And there was one point mm-hmm. where they were just missing. I think you know, they, they just weren't part of the parade. They even changed the name to just Tinker because it broke down so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Javier. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell, but that was a pity laugh. Oh, oh that was an attaboy. Uh, but yeah, there Slytherin. was. Slytherin. <laughs> it's, it's spoken like a true Slytherin. Ten points from Honduras. <laughs> I've yet to see the movies, by the way. I plan to. I, I want yeah, to. yeah. If if that's your way of trolling me because I don't watch your movies, then right. <laughs> touche. Actually, you know what? Before we even get into the rest of the topic, I'm glad you brought that up. I come bearing gifts. What? So um, that's why your pockets are filled. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. So and I thought his pockets were just filled with French fries and burgers. <laughs> so as you guys know. Uh huh. I recently moved into Hogsmeade at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. He's not lying. He brought stuff. Oh, he really did. So I found it fitting just because this was a complete set. Talk to the mic. But (laughs) Hazen, I got you this. Oh, dude, this is rad. Uh, What is it? It's a cup with Ravenclaw's house crest. Sweet. I love it. This This is my new beer cup, dude. I don't care what you say. This is my new beer cup. And uh, for Javier, I hope it's less nerdy. For your uh, recently sorted and completely obvious housing into Slytherin, dude, I ah, got you a Slytherin. I love yes. it. <laughs> I hate to say this, but this is the most beautiful cup I've ever seen. <laughs> and of course, we're all my Hufflepuff at. What? This is for me. Oh my gosh, this has to be uh, posted. <laughs> We need to sh- we need to share this with the world, dude. I absolutely love this cup. I can't even focus. I'm trying to get like a picture. Oh, you are like a video thing. There it is. Oh, I love it, dude. Thank you so much. No problem. Now we each have our own houses on a tumbler, dude. Okay, I don't say this much about you. You're a genius. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is my new beer cup. There's nothing in them but cheers, gentlemen. Hey. All right. All right. Where's the beer? Where's the beer? That's a good question, Javier. That was was it my week? It was your time? week. Yeah. Uh, I apologize. <laughs> oh man, I love this dude. Thank you so much, dude. Thanks, <clears throat> no man. problem. I love it. So now we got to find out how to fit in Gryffindor into all this, and then what's Gryffindor? <laughs> the house, as far as <laughs> that I know, everyone speaks of. I want to murder them, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. yeah. Read the books. I want to hurt them. Yeah. Right. Yes. There you go. Okay. Good enough. All right, so um, so yeah, man, we were at at Disneyland, and uh, we were there for the end of the 60th celebration. Sorry, the, man. The... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it. Okay, to a lot of people, it just sounds like, dude, seriously, it's a parade. Dude, seriously, yeah, it's seriously. a fireworks show. Dude, seriously, yeah, well, it's World of Color. But seriously, of the three of us, like... you're the one that goes to Disneyland. So stop complaining. <laughs> <laughs> but. I'm gonna go and not see those things. Now you understand why I'm upset. You know, that's a good point. Uh, he does he Mario because we see none of it. I guess that's a good point Wrong. too. Wrong, wrong because I filmed it so you can watch it whenever you want. Isn't that nice? Uh, that is the sweetest thing you've right. ever done for us. Man. I know, I know. Thanks. I'm a giver. Is this gonna be one of the vlogmented realities? I, dude, I sure hope so. Yeah? This was the deal. My intent was to go, oh, like, once at least to try to film Paint the Night, right? Yeah. And it turned out that we actually ended up going, like, four times, almost in a row. What do you I don't understand. Yeah, we, we had scheduled a day to go to Disneyland so that we can watch the parade, like, take the boys, and actually I was going to take my camera to try to film the whole like thing. Like Saturday, for example. Like a Saturday, yeah. Right. Then, I mean, it just happened that we went... Uh, Labor Day weekend 
And so we went three days in a row. Beautiful. Plus, we went the weekend before that thinking that it was going to be the last time that we saw. That was the day that I tried to watch Disneyland Forever, and we Mm -hmm. only saw the ending, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So not thinking that we were going to watch it again, in this last-minute move, we ended up going the Saturday after. Mm. Then something cleared on our schedule on Sunday, and we went on Sunday again. (laughs) And then... Uh, last minute on Monday, we're like, oh, man, this is actually the last day. Right. Like, we were there for the kickoff. This is Maybe Labor Day? We should, this was Labor, Labor Day. Day. Uh-huh. And we were kind of up in the air because the kids got to go to school the next day. Do they, right? though? <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean, we're celebrating Look, here. Go on. Okay, seriously? Trolling me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but. I mean, I, I told you last week, what's more important than Disneyland? School? And There's... this is why he went, right? Like, you <laughs> like, even told him, dude, it's the last day. It's the last day. And this is why I went. Because I listened to you. Oh, yeah. thanks, man. I listened to you. Because... I value yes. the things that you say Thank you. about as much as a toothache. <laughs> but I did it. But I did it. So here's the thing. I don't know how that made sense. <laughs> it means I don't care at all okay, about okay. it. I, I, I just wanted to clarify. No. Uh, so, yeah, we were kind of up in the air about going on Monday. Mm-hmm. And last minute, Lynette said, look, just go by yourself if you want to go and try to film it one more time. Because this was my uh, – what I was worried about is that the gear that I have was never intended to film. You know, my cameras do film. It's a, it, The movie function is available on my cameras. All but right. they are not meant to be these vlogging cameras. They're not meant to be these film cameras. Because my intention was never to do video. My intention was always to be just a photographer. And that's what I do on the side. You know, I I do photography. Right. And now that we're getting into this YouTube space, I'm trying to make the most out of the equipment that we already have. Because, you know, we don't have all the money in the world to be buying, you know, cameras and stuff like that. So I want to make the most of what I already own. And that's why, no joke... That's why you guys saw the post on Instagram of my nostrils, because when I was trying to vlog, my fingers decided to hit the zoom button and about 12 minutes of video were zoomed into my face. Mm. Okay, so. And that's not a beautiful sight. No, it's not. I couldn't even stand it. I stopped watching. Yeah. So I had to pull my phone back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so yeah, you know, I, I try to make the most of it and because my cameras weren't really meant for that, they don't have a flip out screen like some of the newer Uh, vlogging cameras. So I don't know if I'm Mm -hmm. in focus. I don't know if I'm talking, I don't know if my nostrils are in, you know, focus, whatever. So your finger accidentally zoomed into your face. So was, is it just wasted? It's all wasted footage. Wasted footage. I mean, it was, it it is, it was approximately 12 minutes of that. Oh, was that all? It was, I mean... The entire vlog was going to be about 13. 14 minutes. So I'm so glad. And it was bad, too, because as we were arriving, I actually saw a listener and our pal of the show, Ashley. You know, she was leaving as we were arriving. Okay, we were cool. showing up late in the day. Yeah, yeah. I caught her saying hi, or at least I thought I did, because she was saying bye. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no, because of the way that it was zoomed in, I got like the top of the escalator or something like uh, that. It was, it was ah, my, I felt so dumb. Oh, man. The point is. That I was trying to go film paint the night. Right. Okay. And that was my whole deal. I wanted to do the same thing for World of Color because I wanted to have, you know, my own recording of it. Like I said, if we ever need footage of it, I didn't want to have to take somebody's footage. That's right. I wanted to be able to use our own footage and not have to worry about somebody's. When all of YouTube shuts down. When all of YouTube shuts down. At least we have your footage to thank for. Right. Yeah. Our footage is going to be the one that duplicates into other tiny footages. Right. And then it will spawn a whole new generation Mm -hmm. of footages. That's how YouTube's going to work. We're putting it in the time capsule. Yes. Oh, I like that. Time capsule. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. uh, (laughs) I'm not letting it go. I like the time capsule thing. That's a great idea. (laughs) Can we put Javier in there? (laughs) As long as I don't age. Mm, yeah. That's not how a time That's capsule not, works. Yes, it no. is. You no. put things in there and, and they don't age. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <Okay>. No, no. <laughs> let's, I like the time capsule thing. Let's keep yes, going. <laughs> Uh, so I got the video of Paint the Night. Uh, I think it turned out well. It's not going to, I mean, it's not going to be the greatest video that exists of no. it. You know, if there's you much it more. And you edit it, it's going to be the greatest thing. Shut up. Don't put that <laughs> pressure on me. 
because I'm already stressing out about right. videos. Right. So there, look, I, like I said, my equipment is not meant to do, especially night stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not equipped to do that. But I wanted what I felt was a decent enough copy for myself to be able to edit later on and have that mm-hmm. footage if we ever need it. And I got it. You know, I'm again, I, it's not going to if I do post it on the YouTube channel, which I haven't decided if I'm going to do it yet. Just do it. But if I do it, you just need um, that encouragement. Right. Shut up. Come on. No, you, do got it. you need to stop. Do Wait, it. No, you guys do seriously need to stop. Do if I tell it. you that I'm going to do it and lie, are you guys going to shut up? Uh, no. no, no. If you bring me beer and say I'll that I'm going to do it. I'll shut up if I'm drinking. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go grab a beer. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Use your cool new tumbler. I want to. Is it washed? I need to wash it. No. Then just, I need just to wash wipe it, it down. It's no, fine. I need to wash it. <laughs> I did get to see World of Color, Mario. Very nice. I know that you saw the video and that you had your choice words to say about it. Yes. So now let me tell you exactly <laughs> my choice words. All right. That, that sounds. All right. That sounds like. Mario, let me tell you how wrong you are. Yeah, exactly. Let me tell you what we really think. <laughs> okay. What the Disney community really thinks about this. So, I hated it. <laughs> okay? I'm, just, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I did not predict that. I, <laughs> I'm just going to tell you, that was a lie. <laughs> so, here's... No, all right. So, in all seriousness, here's what I feel. <clears throat> uh, when Mario talked about it, uh, I had actually seen the YouTube video. I felt exactly the same thing that Mario felt. I think there was a lot of stuff that was thrown in there that just felt like it was thrown in there because they wanted to promote something sure. like, you know, Radio Springs Racers. There was really, in my opinion, no need to have a three and a half minute Elsa segment because, quite frankly, it wasn't about Elsa. I think it was a promotion for Disney California Adventure. I It kind of made me feel like that for a little bit, mm-hmm. but not completely. Uh, I dude. think what we said last week about it... It was a DCA promotion. Dude. Okay, it was the DCA promotion. You keep thinking that. <laughs> but I will say that watching it in person did help me appreciate the show more than watching it on YouTube. And I think it was because you're listening and you're feeling the reaction of the entire crowd. Because mm. the entire crowd is not going to feel like that. You know, a lot of them are just going to like it for what it is, and they're going to honestly think that it was a tribute to Walt. Right. But when you look at it through, like Mario's eyes, you know, we looked at it a little bit differently, and we really felt that it was more of a tribute to what was built versus Walt. Mm. You know, we weren't the only ones that felt like that, with the exception of asking other people. And they said, well, if it was all Walt history, I don't think I would have wanted to watch it, which was odd to me. No, I disagree. Because I, I think, like, well, wouldn't you want to see more of his history? Like we mentioned last episode, there was no Oswald. Yeah. Right. Like, how do you tell Walt Disney's story without Laughagram and Oswald? Right. It's such a huge part of what molded Walt into what became Mickey and everything else after. Or That's his right. choo-choo trains. Or the trains. Or the trains. Yeah. There was so much missing. So, right? yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> I think those of us that actually, you know, are interested in it, I think we do want to see like some sort of history background stuff if it's a tribute to Walt. So I disagree. I, I think I think it's something we totally would have just accepted and would have loved it instead of this DCA tribute. I agree with you. I agree with I you. I agree with that too. I, I, I like that you said that. it. You, you do really feel the difference when you're like physically there versus watching in a video. And, I, and that makes sense. It's the energy, right? Yeah. It, I mean, it's not just the energy. I mean, there's just no denying that World of Color in general, no matter what you're displaying isn't a spectacular show you know it's very engaging Mm -hmm. just the way they kind of make everything look with the projections and the lights that stuff whatever you put on there it is engaging i love world of color but i don't like how they advertised it and then didn't promise what they displayed for the 60th yeah it did seem a little off as far as what they said it was going to be but you know, as far as it goes, I will say that I think now that I've seen it in person, I don't hate it as much. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's like a bonfire. It's different in person and watch it on, on video. I don't know, dude, because that Netflix video of the fireplace during Christmas. <laughs> nope. Dude, it's good stuff, yeah, right? Nope. Great. <laughs> Keeps me warm. <laughs> you roast chestnuts on that thing. It's fantastic. You convinced me. Makes right. s'mores. Right in front of your TV screen. 
It's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, it's over. World of Color's gone. Paint the Night is gone. Uh, Paint the Night up. You know, we talked about it already that it's going to be coming back for select holiday showings. They haven't necessarily said what days it's coming back. But in my head, for some reason, I feel like it's going to be the couple of weeks that are blocked out to everybody except Signature Plus. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I don't know. I mean, we'll see what, what ends up happening with that. I've heard rumblings that Paint the Night may come back in January, maybe come back in February. But it seems... Back back or like special occasions or... Well, kind of back back. Like, if it does come back, I feel like it would come back, but on a limited capacity, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday versus mm-hmm. every single night that the park is open. Kind of the same thing, like with the fireworks show. The fireworks show, they're only going to do either on weekends or they're going to cut it out altogether until it's like summer or special occasions. Most of the time, they end up canceling it anyway because of high winds. Mm-hmm. So. Having to prepare it and wasting all the stuff that they're, you know, putting together for it. It's just better to keep them and just use them when you actually can mm-hmm. or when you're planning for something like that. So, goodbye, Disney 60th celebration. I will miss you. I had fun. The castle's going back to normal now. I know some people like the 60th decorations and some people didn't. I am happy about one thing, though, that? and that is that this year, I think we're getting our Christmas castle back. Really? We didn't have it because right, it was in the 60th, 60th uh, oh. celebration. It was decked out in diamonds, so we didn't have a Christmas yeah. castle this last year. I'm happy about that. You know, That's Christmas cool. is my favorite time uh, at Disneyland. So You might have to show me an image because I don't re- necessarily remember what it looks like. I'll show it to you. I'll post one of the pictures that I've taken on the blog post for the episode. It'll All be right. at podcasters.com slash 117 if you guys want to check it out. But, sure. Uh, it's my favorite time. I know a lot of people really like Halloween. Yeah, but I'm a I think, Halloween guy. I think the people that are really into Halloween enjoy Halloween at other places. Other than Disney, like right. Not Scary right. Farm, Universal, mm. stuff like that. So it's obviously on a lot lower level because everybody takes their kids, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, not to say that adults don't go by themselves because if, Dude, if I fun. could, I totally would. <laughs> uh, I mean, who doesn't want to walk out of there with a trash can full of candy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, so. just turn it around and then give it to the kids that actually come trick-or-treating on on Halloween. Why? When you can just eat it. <laughs> like, why would you give it away? No. It's free candy, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to save money here. Oh, man. <laughs> so, uh, uh, a couple of things that I wanted to follow up uh, on is, one, the the Costco Pass that what Disney is having. The Disney California Adventure Fun Pass. <laughs> it is officially available. It's called the Fun Pass? That's what it's called. The All Fun right. Pass. Uh, it's officially available, 330 bucks. Uh, available at all Costco's. One just look fee? for Elsa. Just Elsa. <laughs> it, Elsa's on Elsa. the cover. <laughs> <laughs> so just look for Elsa. Uh, I'm supposed to go to Costco in the next couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, hopefully by the time this episode posts, if I see it, I'll take pictures and I'll post it on the Instagram account. All right. But uh, it's available. They have announced that there are 60 blockout dates total, which Not is kind of good, actually, mm. for that price. Uh, but then again, it's only California Adventure. Don't get Disneyland. Right. For the most part, it's Saturdays and holidays that you don't get during the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you buy it, again, you do have to buy it and use it for the first time by December 1st, 2016. Right. And you have one year to use it from the first time. But does it come with parking? It does not nope. come uh. with parking. Oh, so, this sounds even better. So you do have to park at Downtown Disney and move your car every three hours. <laughs> I mean, pay for parking in one of the what? structures. I don't do that. You oh. don't? No. No? Then why do you excuse yourself every two and a half hours? <laughs> uh, but you do get 10% discount on merchandise and food. That's so something. So you do sure. get something, something out of it. So, yeah, it's available now. If any of you guys are interested, find somebody with a Costco pass to get it. If, <laughs> especially if you guys just like to go to California Adventure because of Cove Bar and stuff like that. Sure. Want to save some money while Disneyland's being plussed up with Star Wars Land. This might be a good option for you. Mm. You know, so if you guys get it, let us know. Let us know what you think about it because I don't think I could do just DCA. Disneyland, yes. Right. Only DCA, not so much. I don't know. When you pitch it at going to California Adventure for like a dollar and five cents a day, sounds kind of appealing. Kind of. Well, don't forget, plus parking, 
That's okay, the so, gas. So technically, like what twenty bucks now? What's parking? About twenty dollars? It's yeah. eighteen, right? Something like that. I think it's eighteen. So let's say twenty bucks per visit. Okay. Not if we bucks. just use that rotate tactic. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of walking. I'm just gonna have my mom <laughs> drop me just off. <laughs> <laughs> take an Uber. <laughs> Park at the IHOP, take an Uber. Right. <laughs> Do you know what? That might work. Right. That might work. Oh, man. I'm liking this pass even more and more. <laughs> it is a fun pass. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like tons of fun. Oh, so much. And uh, the Muppet Theater still there, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so glad you mentioned it because the Muppets are coming back. Oh, get out of here. No, they're not. They're not. Oh, I thought I'd throw that in no, for you. I hate you. <laughs> you got me all excited. No, they're not. Uh, as a matter of fact, this last time that we went, they had a new DJ thing in the back lot. I don't even remember what it's called. This? Well, they have nothing to put there. That's the problem. Okay, yeah. So yeah. during AP days, there's obviously going to be stuff there. We talked about it uh, in the last episode. But in the meantime, they have this like music in the back lot thing going on that's strangely enough a lot like mad tea party Mm -hmm. except when there was just a dj spinning yeah you know not Mm -hmm. without the entire band and it's kind of sad it's just mad (laughs) and when you walk out it's kind of sad to look up and not see the muppets popping out of the sign Mm. all you see is like the big banner I wanted to take a picture and then put like a thing that says Podcateers Live on there. Very nice. <laughs> I love it. I figured, that. yes, that's where we're going to have a first Time live show. Right there. Yes. <laughs> it's a great theater for a live show. <laughs> that's a great idea. I would love it. <laughs> um, last episode, we also mentioned uh, that we were going to talk a little bit about Tower of Terror closing, mm-hmm. and we never got back to it. We did uh, it. I, we kind of sidetracked, and we never talked about it uh, in the episode. So Because it's, it's sad to talk about well, yeah, I mean, it depends on who you talk to. There are some Marvel fans that are actually excited about the swap uh-huh. that's happening. But uh, Disney's doing something interesting. And, you know, Mario, I think, mentioned this before. I don't remember if he said it on the podcast, but he definitely said it in conversation with us. And that's I don't remember that Disney has ever thrown a going away party for an attraction. <laughs> you know, this is the first time, really, that they're saying, hey, guys, this is leaving come party with us and say goodbye. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it had to do with the backlash on the internet of, you know, everything that's happening that they kind of said, mm-hmm. you know, let's say goodbye versus, yep, it's gone. Just kind of like they did with the Rivers of America and everything else because people are still kind of sore about that. Absolutely. So the official closing date of Tower of Terror is now set for January 3rd. January you know, 3rd. 2017. And that that's will... Sad. That's the end of Tower of Terror as it exists. Let's have a countdown. No. I will not not. count that down. Uh, And they're doing something interesting. They're doing something called late checkout. And late checkout is the ability to ride Tower of Terror in complete darkness. I Hmm. am down. It's it's a cool concept. But I'm going to ride it when it's daytime. When they open the complete darkness. That's what they mean by complete darkness. That they no longer want to operate the doors that give you the view to the outside. So now you can't even get your picture screaming. <laughs> no. Now you go through the entire track. You go up and you don't even see the outside world. You're it's just okay. in darkness the whole time. It's okay. The ride's scary enough. I ride the ride with my eyes closed anyway. So it's cool. There you go. Totally oh, you're already ride. riding. I already darkness. riding in darkness. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, there's going to be a couple of photo ops. Uh, I think now they already have some luggage outside of the nice. Tower of Terror. Oh, they're checking out. Yeah, it's kind of a cool little photo opportunity. They're going to have like a fictional singing group okay. called the Silver Lake Sisters, apparently from the 1930s. Uh, Interesting. So Are they it, ghosts or? Dude, if they were dressed as ghosts, that would be awesome. Right? And that would totally match the Tower of Terror movie at that point. Oh, yeah, very true. <laughs> or the holograms that they're supposed to show you or something oh, like that right okay. before you enter the fifth dimension. I'm excited. They should have closed this right earlier. Javier <laughs> at podcateers.com for any complaints. <laughs> oh, that sounds so fun. Yeah, that's what you want to say. <laughs> Let's close it earlier. I'm Javier. So, yeah, I like the fact that they're actually doing something. There's going to be all sorts of merchandise. Um, I guess the biggest collector uh, item, not the 
not the outdated piece of of merchandise javier <laughs> right will be the shirt obviously available and it's there's a there's going to be a bunch of stuff but i think the ap member one that they're going to be selling as part of ap days with the official tower of terror uh, i think is going to be a really good collectible the bellhop hats and the pins that say oh, Hollywood Tower, very nice. Obviously, are going to be, be collectible cool. items. Um, Can you dress up as one of them for uh, the Mickey Halloween party? You could, I guess, bound as them. That's what I'm wondering. You totally should. Yeah. I don't think they'll let you operate the attraction. Why not? Because I mean, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't trust your face. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I, I get it. <laughs> it's okay. I probably don't even reach the buttons. It's fine. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Is it buttons or lever? It's supposed to be a freight elevator, so I'm going to say a lever. A lever? Yeah. Okay. So I do have a quick correction before we continue also. All right. Uh, last week, we were talking about you know the Halloween stuff going on at Disneyland and how you're going to be going soon. Yeah. Uh, listener and friend of the show, Jesse, was very quick to point out to me on Facebook. Oh, no. What'd you do? I was calling it by the wrong name the whole time. What is it called? So, Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween is at Walt Disney World. Did I just buy Walt Disney World tickets? <laughs> and that's exactly what Jesse said. No. He said, you I know what? I double check this. And that's exactly what Jesse said. He said, look, it's called Mickey's Halloween Party here, and it's called uh, Not So Scary scary at Walt Disney World okay and you don't want to say something that's going to confuse people that are trying to buy tickets for it because the last thing you need is to buy tickets for an event across the coast that you're on Hazen you're right? freaking me out man I need to go double check on these tickets did your wife buy them or did you buy them uh wife then you're fine then you're in good hands okay yeah. you bought them you'd probably be in Shanghai yeah. <laughs> so uh, so I just want to make that correction. Right. We were talking about Mickey's Halloween party here in Anaheim, mm. not at Walt Disney World. Uh, obviously, if you guys want to go to the Walt Disney World, you know, you're more that's than welcome a, to. Yes, more than welcome to. It's a free obviously. world. Now. Oh, great! People in Florida, <laughs> in Florida, now buying Anaheim tickets. <laughs> Hey, if they want to fly over here, hey, fantastic. Hey, come on over. They can say hi. We'll give them a button. Oh yeah, we all we need is more people at Disneyland. Come on over. No, trust me. Now that Paint the Night is gone, there's going to be far fewer. Just going That's over to thing. California Adventure. They have a pass now. I love that idea. <laughs> Thank you, Jesse, for pointing that out to me. He left a comment on the Facebook page. Um, I, I can't believe I went the entire episode calling it the wrong party. Yes, oh. thank you, Jesse, so I didn't have to correct him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's sad. None of us caught it. <laughs> no, we didn't. And I just kept going yeah. and going. So uh, I'm glad that he did that. You know, I got to tell you, I'm so glad that we have, you know, a lot of listeners and uh, people that like to engage with what we talk about on the podcast, leave comments and this messages and stuff, because uh, it, it catches stuff like this. Right. You know, we don't we don't intentionally want to give out incorrect information. Right. But, you know, when you're drinking a little bit, and, you know, you're. <laughs> Just kind of chatting. You don't know what you say half the time. Here's, right. the, here's, here's the positive. At least they're listening. <laughs> <laughs> All 13 listeners. <laughs> That's how you know. Oh, man. I love it. Probably don't listen to you because they never catch that you're talking about knots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hazen ends up editing all of that yeah, out. <laughs> he just dubs your voice. Yeah. We've never talked about knots on the podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like, like, I love going to Disneyland. Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> and talking to Snoopy. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, before we continue, uh, I want to talk about the Haunted Mansion. But before we talk about the Haunted Mansion here at Disneyland, uh, I want to hop over to a quick little chat that I had with our buddy Jeff Bayham. Uh, you guys may know him already from DoomBuggies.com. He's the author of the unauthorized story of the Haunted Mansion. We had him as a guest, and we chatted with him in episode 35. That link will be in the blog post for the episode, or just go to podcasters.com slash 35 if you guys want to listen to the chat with Jeff. He started up a brand new project. It's called the Storied Podcast. Uh, it's a scripted type podcast, and he tells the story of the haunted mansion. Ooh. And so, you know, Jeff is, you know, a great person to tell this story. You know, he wrote the book. He's been in contact with a lot of Imagineers that have actually worked on it. So, uh, it was interesting. I listened to the first episode, and I really enjoyed it. I like this type of podcast. Uh, one of the podcasts that we talk about. Spoiler alert. 
uh, in the <laughs> actual uh, chat uh, with him, he talks about lore. It's another podcast that I listen to uh-huh. where they talk about like urban legends and kind of how they became to be, like what the truth behind them is and what they are now. Um, the host and author of those stories, his name is Aaron Menke, and he's uh, he's really quickly becoming one of my favorite storytellers. When I first heard Storied, uh, I've actually listened to it about three times now. Wow. You know, because he's just, just not grasping what the episode's about. It's just really good. <laughs> it's just really good. And, you know, the funny thing is that a lot of the stuff that he talks about, I know already. What do you mean? It's kind of like watching your favorite movie. You know, like I kept listening uh, because I enjoyed it a yeah, lot. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, let, let's quickly jump into that chat with Jeff and he'll tell you a little bit more about Storied, where it came from and what he expects to do with it in the future. On with us right now, we have our pal Jeff Bam. He is the author of the unofficial history of Disney's Haunted Mansion, proprietor of DoomBuggies.com, and co-host and host, respectively, of the Nostalgia Podcast and the Doom Buggy Spook Show. And now he's starting an all-new project, which I'm really excited about. It's the Storied Podcast, which tells the history of the Haunted Mansion in a whole different way. Jeff, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, having me on your show again. This is super. Well, thanks for coming on. I know it was uh, late, but I appreciate you coming on. Uh, Tell us a little bit about Storied. Yeah, well, um, well, you know, um, I have been doing these roundtable podcasts, even even my Doom Buggy show. It's just me, but it's me kind of sitting there, you know, telling people the latest happenings with the Haunted Mansion. And I really... um, and currently, you know, we've been doing Mouse for eight years. I'm kind of familiar with the roundtable format. It's pretty easy, you know, when you know your content, right? You just can sit there and talk to your friends. And, um, but I've been also listening to some of these scripted podcasts that are out there now. Specifically, I like lore, and um, there's one called You Must Remember This. There's, just, there's a lot of scripted podcasts coming out now, even in the Disney community. Um, I think One Way Radio is the season that's trying to do something along these lines. And um, I just thought... Uh, you know, I've heard a lot of podcasts out there that have done their Haunted Mansion episode, you know, for the, for the season, and sometimes they're great, and sometimes they're a little, miss the mark a little bit, and I just have kind of been chomping at the bit to get, you know, my, my own story out there that I believe is just kind of, a, I don't want to say accurate, because some of the Haunted Mansion history is somewhat open to, I don't know, interpretation is the right word, but different perspectives, maybe. But I just wanted to put mine out there on the table, and I thought, you know, I, I could do something different, write my podcast and script it and uh, put something like that together. Just It was appealing to do something different. Um, and that's kind of where, you know, it doesn't have a really... Other than I just really enjoyed some of those podcasts that are out there that are scripted, and I just thought, you know, I want to try that and see if I can do something similar. That's where it all started. Well, I have to tell you that I think you nailed it uh, right out of the gate. I think you did a fantastic job. Uh, Aaron Menke is becoming one of my favorite storytellers because I love the Lore Podcast. Uh, I have become addicted, and I get semi-angry when he doesn't release episodes. Um, and the fact that there's a two-week span usually between them, it uh, yeah. yeah, it it makes me hurt a little bit. So, uh, what do you think the frequency of storied is going to be? <laughs> I you mentioned that. Uh, you know, I, I don't have a schedule because Mouse is kind of my uh, bread butter schedule, like nothing comes before Mouse right? So we, we launch that every single Monday without fail. So, um, you know, I, I'm not positive. It turns out I wanted to do one a month, actually, or, or two a month, that is, you know, one, one on the 1st and 15th kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it turned out when I wrote the first one, about 3,000 words for my episode, these things, and it's it, um, while the writing did flow, it's just not, um, I wouldn't call myself a writer. I've written a book, you mentioned it very graciously, um, about the Haunted Mansion. And so I, but I just, I don't know if I'm a natural writer. So that part of it is, um, what do I say? I mean, it's enjoyable, but it takes a good amount of um, perspiration and attention. Right. <laughs> so, I'm, you know, I'm still trying to kind of work that out. So I don't actually have a set schedule. I know there will be four episodes because that's the arc that I'm trying to tell on a mansion story. I want to put it together in about four episodes, I think. I mean, I could probably do a 12-episode series of, about it, to be honest, but um, I don't want it to be crazy. <laughs> so I'm even trying to kind of tell a certain story, a certain perspective on that. So, um, you know, 
I would love to have, you know, I'd love to have one out. Um, just if I could do one a month and tell the story, then kind of renegotiate what the story podcast is, see if it's going to go forward. Which, you know, after that, and I kind of see how it's received and what people think, then I'll probably figure out what's going to happen with this property. Um, I did kind of set it up as kind of an open storytelling podcast um, for unusual stories, um, not necessarily Disney and not necessarily spooky, but um, just really compelling stories, just in case, you know, there's a couple of things. I've been kicking around all kinds of ideas, like maybe starting the first podcast that is passed around, like mm-hmm. you hand the keys to someone else, and then they do their story, and then they hand the keys to someone else. You know, I'm not, not really sure, but um, I just... But, you know, I, I got to get this story out of my system, to be honest, on and some telling, at least my telling of it, um, so that it's out there in the world and it's another, you know, another resource for mention for them to kind of uh, discover and, um, you know, just see what they think. So, so yeah, so I don't know. I'll, I'll answer your question shortly. You know, set schedule. Yeah. Um, but hopefully not too long. Well, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that you left it open because uh, I did realize uh, after looking at your artwork that it wasn't very Disney. You know, it's an open book and you have a very ornate looking uh, logo for Storied. And so it actually made me think if you were going to steer away from just Disney stories. And I'm glad that that you mentioned that it has the possibility of going in that direction. Uh, How is... Uh, the four episodes that you're planning for the story arc going to be different than the book that you've already put out? What can fans expect to hear? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Um, I have not written the next three, so you know, I, I can't say for sure. I do kind of have the arc in my head. Um, and I, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be a completely new retelling. I think some of the differences are, well, you know, I wrote the book two years ago, and even you know, even I started doing movies 19 years ago, and even in the time of the past two years, I'm still always hearing from people and learning a little bit here and a little bit there. Like after I, in fact, after I published the book, I was talking to Floyd Norman like about a year ago, and he told me a story that I had never heard before about something he experienced when Red was, you know, putting together the Haunted Mansion. And so, um, yeah, one thing I hope to do is bring in some actual voices of some of the people that were involved. Um, you know, a book is, is a very specific type of medium. You know, it's a print words on a page, and it's, um, you kind of hear the voice in your head. You know, when you read a book, it's, it's a specific, different experience for every person. But when you listen to a podcast, it's that person's voice and that inflection and that, that meaning. So, you know, I'm going to try to capitalize on that and maybe get some voices of some of the people that work on High Mention um, to story. Um, you know, with Mouse Alger, I've done lots of interviews over the years, and um, most of them, I mean, we've, we've published them all, but there's little bits and pieces of this and that that are, you know, I have kind of sitting in the wings that I knew might be, there's something I could use for a hard matching project sometime, and so I'll probably pull some of that. Might do some new interviews, too, um, you know, depending on how the stories that I write go and if I need to bolster any points or anything like that, but... Um, you know, I just, I, I kind of want it to be kind of a patchwork and have feel kind of authoritative, if you know what I mean. Right. Like, right. Uh, a storytelling podcast, you know, people can take it for what it's worth. I mean, I could sit there at the end and give a bunch of footnotes like I do in my book, but that's not really the point. You know, it's not really to prove my case, it's to tell a good story. Um, but to do that, I also want it to feel authoritative because I, you know, that's important to me to keep telling what I believe to be a true story. So, you know, I use other people's words in their own voice, and that kind of helps give it a little bit of a, um, I don't know, gravitas or, you know, right. sense of reality that this really happened, and here's the people that were there. So, um, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, bit. it does. It does. Uh, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really excited about it because. Uh, after hearing the, f- I've actually heard the episode three times, and uh, I've enjoyed it every single time. Uh, I pretty much know the story of the haunted mansion as much as you've told us via Doom Buggies, via Nostalgia, and via your book. Uh, and you know, I always love to learn new things, but it's reiterating those stories that you enjoy to that you enjoy listening to that really ingrain it in your head. Uh, I recently got the Haunted Mansion um, Imagineering a Classic book. And so in my head, the way that you're telling the story so far is now just bringing more imagery 
to the things that I've read and the things that I've learned. And, you know, I'll be honest, a lot of what I've learned about the Haunted Mansion, I've learned from you. <laughs> and I became yeah. a fan of Doom Buggies uh, about six or seven years ago, so I was late to the game. But very quickly, the mansion became quite possibly my favorite attraction at Disneyland. And a lot of it has wow. to do with the depth of information and uh, imagery and everything that you have on Doom Buggies that introduced me to nostalgia, and then I just fell in love with Disney history. And that's kind of how wow. I spawned. And really, Podcateers was a product of that, eventually. You know, it was a, a format for me to get my creative juices flowing. But uh, wow. you have uh, taken the story of the mansion and just upped it one level. And I have to say that as a Haunted Mansion fan, I truly appreciate that. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for all that. Um, you know, it's, you know, I kind of have to separate myself somewhat Doom Buggies and Haunted Mansion fandom is um, I kind of look at it sometimes from outside, you know, because, for instance, the Doom Buggies website hasn't been updated in, I don't know, more than five years. And, you know, and Google's even stopped promoting it because it's not a mobile site. You know, you have to be mobile to be Google to really put you up. So I've been working on that like a crazy person. And I kind of, you know, it's kind of like one of these things where I still hear from people that, you know, look, have just found you, like, you know, even... To, to this day, people every once in a while will write, say, hey, it's on your website. And, uh, you know, it's been such a big part of my consciousness for two decades that I kind of, uh, I don't know, it's just, I'm freewheeling here, but it's just good to hear you, you know, say those kind of things. I'm glad it's uh, about the things I do are out there helping other people be creative. That's what creative people want to do, right? Do something creative that makes art some creativity in someone else and, you know, and so on. And so right, on. right. But, yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, Tell everybody where they can find Storied and all the other cool stuff that you work on. Yeah, well, Storied, you can find at thestoriedpodcast.com. Uh, that's the website, thestoriedpodcast.com. And uh, it's on Stitcher and it's on iTunes. Uh, there's one episode so far, so <laughs> if you only see one, that's you pretty much found it. Um, yeah, and I mean, that's kind of my uh, what I'm working on these days. Um, doing my news, hopefully, in the next couple months. I was hoping for Halloween. We'll see. You know, we'll be launching a new website that's uh, happy with lots of different mediums and not just your, you know, old style desktop computer. So we'll, we're working on that. You know, I have oh, probably 50% more content that I've been gathering over the past number of years that are not, that's not on there yet. So it's going to be cool. a whole new thing, a whole new experience. Nostalgia, um, like you mentioned very graciously, yeah, every, every Monday we talk about roundtable discussion of Disney stuff. So if you're a Disney fan, that's, you might check it out. Uh, and that's where my book. Uh, my book is called The Unauthorized Story of Elsa's Design Mansion. You can find it on Amazon.com. Um, just look for Jeff Bam or The Unauthorized Story of Elsa's Mansion. It'll pop right up. And I'm proud of that. And uh, we've been working on a revision to that. So that may come out um, in the next couple of months, too. So uh, yeah, still a couple of Hunter Mansion balls in here. <laughs> the second forward from Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah, well, it has a it has a, a nice blurb from Guillermo del Toro. Um, we're really kind of wrote the brief forward, but um, Guillermo did read it and gave me a wonderful review, which I'm thrilled about. Um, I even saw him, you know, I, I don't know if it's a sidetrack, but I went to the his book signing when he opened his original exhibit at Blackmont, you know, he's all his, some of his collections on display there, and I went to meet him finally because I corresponded with him a little bit here and there, you know, and um, it was kind of cool. You know, I brought a copy of my book. I didn't know, <laughs> I didn't know if he even uh, remembered reading it. And you know, I got up there and I said, "Hey, I'm Jeffrey Dumbledore." Oh, yeah. And then he um, he t he looked at my book and he said, "Yeah, I already have your book." And I said, "Oh." And then he grabbed it out of my hand. And he goes, well, "I need this copy for taking notes." So I thought that was kind of cool. <laughs> so uh, yeah, my little my my first brief interaction with Guillermo del Toro that was pretty funny. Very but, cool. Yeah, so that's, that's all the places where I'm at online. Uh, all those places. Awesome. All right, well, we'll have links for all of that stuff in the blog post for the episode. Make sure to head over to podcateers.com slash 117. That's where I'm going to go ahead and list it. I'm also going to go ahead and post a link to Jeff's original chat with us, which was episode 35. So podcateers.com slash 35. Make sure to check that out. It's a great talk. Yep. Uh, we were at Tangaroa Terrace, and he talked a little bit about his book. At the time, believe it or not, Hattie was not in the mansion yet. 
I know. And we were just talking. <laughs> we were talking about Hatbox Ghost Day, hashtag it's a thing, and how the Hatbox Ghost was going to be integrated into the mansion and the expectations that a lot of us had. Yeah. So, Jeff, thank you so much for coming on and telling us a little bit about your new project. I really appreciate your time. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's been a pleasure. All right, well, once again, I want to thank Jeff for coming thanks, on the podcast Jeff. and telling us a little bit about his brand new project, Storied. Uh, for the links of everything that we talked about, just head over to podcasters.com slash 117. We'll have a link to his book on Amazon, so you can check that out. A link to Storied and uh, Doombuggy Spooksha, all that good stuff that he's a part of. So, yeah. Cool. All right. The mansion. The mansion. Oh. The mansion. <laughs> Haunted Mansion Holiday is back. I thought that was a song. Premature. Haunted Holiday. What did you go? It's not even how And I he started said making it. up his own words after <laughs> that, too. <laughs> All right. So I will start by saying. Go ahead. I'm going to throw out the disclaimer. Uh huh. It's not Halloween yet. No. We should still have the regular mansion. Oh, come on, dude. But with that said. Relax. Super excited about the new addition to the mansion. <laughs> but before we get to that, ah, hold on. <laughs> ah, what's Come more on. important than this? What's going on? Maybe something similar. Speaking of the nightmare before Christmas, uh-huh. many of our listeners probably already know okay. that at the Hollywood Bowl, they will be doing the orchestra to the movie of the nightmare before Christmas. Shut up. Oh. I don't believe you. Wasn't it called A Night with Denny Elfman before or something Yes, like it was. was yes. It? And what is this? Same. <clears throat> so, if you remember earlier this year, I attended a show at the Hollywood Bowl for uh, The Little Mermaid. Uh huh. So, what I they remember. did was they played the movie on the screens. They had an orchestra play along. They had a lot of a cast of celebrities come out and sing uh, all of the songs in the movie. Really. Oh, is mm-hmm. this the is this the one where you left early and they didn't see the final performance? <laughs> <laughs> It's the greatest part of the show. This time, if you go to the show, don't leave early. Stay till the end of the credits. If there's anything Disney movies have taught us, it's to stay till the end of the credits. If people are still sitting. <laughs> stay. <laughs> I'm just going to give you a quick play-by-play here because Javier is so red for laughing right now. And the stare that Mario is giving him really looks like he's shooting lasers at Javier right now. Okay, I'm back. Are you talking about me? (laughs) No, I'm just giving a play-by-play of what's happening right now. Oh, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, uh, daggered eyes right now. Yeah, vicious. (laughs) Dude, he hates you right, right. now. Like, dude, you're going to enjoy <clears throat> this one, though. <laughs> so, Mario, you were saying. I'm sorry, Mario. Go ahead. So, on Saturday, October 29th, <laughs> <laughs> and on Sunday, October 30th, uh-huh. they will have a performance at the Hollywood Bowl. Are you going to both? Probably just one. Just one? Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to say, you know, because they did that thing. <laughs> Where they had different celebrities appear on different days for the Little Mermaid one. Yeah. But yes, I think I'm just going to pick one. Maybe the Saturday night one. Okay. This is going to be amazing. Nightmare Before Christmas playing on large screens. The orchestra that's playing. And obviously the returning cast from last year's. Yes. Danny Elfman's obviously going to be conducting the thing. He has to be there. Okay, we're going to get the voices of Catherine O'Hara. Yes, please. Sally. Awesome. Ken Page. Uh, Oogie Boogie. Oh, yes. Paul Rubens? Yes, we need all this. Okay, so it's like it's it's the cast returning to do all these performances again live. Dude, I'm jealous. I'm telling you, there is nothing like an experience like this, okay? Uh, Watching a movie surrounded by Disney fans? Yeah. It the energy is there, man. It's fantastic. This is going to be this is going to be better than your first wedding. I know it. <laughs> Do you just keep digging that hole deeper and deeper? I'm just going to tell you this much, okay? More excited than the birth just, of your first child. Can, can I just tell you, Javier, open your own beer bottle next week. Open your own beer bottle next week because I'm no, afraid no, I'll do for, it for you. Him. I'll do it for him. I don't trust whatever you're going to pour me next week. I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, yes, yeah, very exciting. If any of our listeners are going, please let me know that you're attending. Let me know what day you're going. It would be pretty cool to see you guys over there. Group you guys picture. know what I'm talking about with an experience like this. It is fantastic. 
I don't know how much better it's going to be now that it's the Nightmare Before Christmas that's yes. going to be on screen. But this is an event you don't want to miss. I'm telling you, if you guys get the chance, definitely go. How much are tickets to the event? Oh, I like that. How much? Uh, tickets start as low as uh, $47. Okay, that's, that's reasonable. Pretty reasonable. Okay, yeah. so if you want to listen to it from the parking lot, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. The Hollywood Bowl's not that huge, okay? That's funny. That if you paid 47 bucks for, like, nosebleed at the Hollywood Bowl, right. it's still pretty good. Yeah. The venue carries sound really well. Absolutely. I mean, the venue is amazing. Everyone knows that, like, the farthest seats out there is, like, the picnic section where you just kind of, like... Every seat, there is not a dull seat in that house. Yeah. It is fantastic. Okay, at least for great firework shows that I was watching on the way out before better stuff happened after the Little Mermaid movie was over. But, dude, that was that's the past. Let it go. <laughs> but yeah, guys, tickets start at forty-seven bucks. Uh, they range all the way to two hundred and twenty dollars. Whoa, wait, so, how much? Uh, two twenty. Wow, that's that's pricey. All right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I it forgot ranges, who I'm talking to. It ranges from parking lot through feel Danny Elfman sweat on you. So <laughs> you get to conduct for a while. Oh, oh I love it. <laughs> well, that's not bad, actually. 47 through 220 uh, for that venue is pretty awesome. But like I said, even if you get one of the $47 seats, uh, there's not really a bad seat at the Hollywood Absolutely. Bowl. Just the way that it's constructed carries sound really well. So you can enjoy the, uh, a show there anywhere that you're sitting. Absolutely. I'll be home watching the movie. Sounds good. Yeah, right. <laughs> With a straw, just doing this. Yeah, just a straw. <laughs> like a conductor? Genius. I love it. All right. Well, can we get back to the mansion uh, now? Yes, it's time. Can we get back to the uh, mansion now? All right. Because I just want to say that the basket did not lie. Excuse me? The basket did not lie. I... Talking crazy. I talk. don't know what he's saying. So a couple of episodes ago, okay, uh, in episode one fifteen, it was called the basket in the mansion. Okay, podcastjuice.com slash one fifteen. We talked about that last year. Sally's basket just kind of seemed to appear next to a tombstone inside of the mansion as you were entering the graveyard, passing Jack. Sounds familiar. It just appeared. It just appeared. Like magic. Like it was never there before. So cast member didn't place it there. They could have. <laughs> and if you consider that Imagineering are all cast members, then yes, a cast member did. <laughs> and, you know, we talked about how it could have been foreshadowing for, sure. you know, something new coming to the mansion. Mm -hmm. Today, as we are recording this, people are enjoying the newly opened haunted mansion with the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Uh-huh. With, of course, the cool new gingerbread house with the hand sticking out. Oh, my and God. It's all Very stitched nice. up and Get everything. To it. What? Very nice. Get to it. What? What is it? So. <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, my God. I'm good. Now. Oh, no. Dude. Like the anticipation. In forget, I'm I'm gonna Google this. <laughs> the ah, <laughs> I'm, I'm ha, like totally hitting you right now. Ha, <laughs> Let me see your ha, notes. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mario. Oh, he changed the subject. What do you call? Sally's in the mansion. Yes! Sally I is in it. the mansion. It's actually kind of awesome. It the is Disneyland awesome. blog actually ended up posting a picture of Sally just kind of leaning over really? the, the tombstone right next to the one that had the basket on it. The animatronic looks awesome. Now, oh, the basket is still next to her, right? It is still there. Okay. It is still so there. She so she moves. I don't know if she does. Oh. I have purposely stayed away from the Instagrams and the Snapchatty stories yeah. and the Instagrammy stories yes. and the Facebooky stories right. and the Twittery stories right. because I want to go see it tomorrow. Actually, I wanted to go see it today, but we're recording. Oh. So I couldn't go today. So I'm going to go hopefully tomorrow. Okay. And but I'm excited. Are you going to film it in case all of internet shuts down? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Well, Javier. So when you're 80 years old and you can look back at these videos that you recorded? Dude, 
by then I'm going to have a hologram chip implanted <laughs> in my head. Trust me. I'm not going to need these videos. Like just They're blink. all going to be up in the noggin. Yeah. I'm glad you asked. So you're filming this? No. Oh, you're just going <laughs> to? No, I'm just going to enjoy it. Okay, good. Uh, quite frankly, because I don't think any of the cameras that I have can actually handle that. <laughs> can our listeners please give us the total of times Javier was sarcastic on this episode? <laughs> I think the tally may be up I to 204. <laughs> I lost count. <laughs> See, this is Javier with no beer, and Javier with no right. beer is kind of a jerk. <laughs> I know. With alcohol, I'm a little more chill. Yeah. 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 Now you understand why we feed him yes, half exactly. a gallon of vodka before we start. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need a ding every time. Just ding. It would be nothing but constant dinging, dude. <laughs> So I'm happy. Uh, I'm glad that Sally's finally represented at the mansion. Uh, it's been a long time since a new addition has been made. Uh, this year we're celebrating 15 years of the gingerbread house. Very nice. Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty cool. And, yes. you know, every year the gingerbread house changes. They always make it more elaborate. And they, it's, it's almost like a competition, you know, but it's competing against nothing. I was going to say, like, that's that's the weird last thing. Last year's or what kind of yeah. yes. like mm-hmm. it's always in a competition. Like, how do they make it bigger and yeah. better? That's really the only thing that changes in the mansion right. for the overlay. And I'm so glad that they finally added Sally because, you know, we talked about how Sally is takes the place of little Leota as you're exiting uh, the mansion. And, you know, it's a tiny little Sally, but I, she wasn't represented, and right, everybody yeah. else was. So I'm glad that she's finally in the mansion. Me too. Is that sarcasm? <laughs> Ding. 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 I'm kidding. I'm excited. Your face is sarcastic. Ding. <laughs> All right, well, if you guys are excited about Sally being in the mansion, leave us a comment in the blog post for the episode. It'll be over at podcasters.com slash 117. You can also leave us a comment on the Facebook or Instagram post. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the animatronic. Uh, was it what you were expecting? Was or is it, it an animatronic? Or is it? Or is it just a still, exactly. Or is it a real Sally? <gasps> what? That's my brain exploding. All right, guys, before we end the podcast, I want to welcome a new sponsor. Uh, and they are the good people at BarkBox. Nice. BarkBox is a service that allows you to buy tasty treats for your doggies. Aww. Uh, and Mario actually just recently signed up for this. That is correct. And it's not just treats that come too. BarkBox is actually a monthly subscription. You can actually sign up for a six or a 12 month uh, subscription. And what it does is once a month, it actually delivers a box to your door that comes with two different kinds of treats and it comes with a toy. Uh, oh, that's cool. All of these things are tested by dogs, so they know that dogs will love these toys. I got to tell you, my first box of BarkBox just arrived. You guys have seen my dog, Lexi, on Instagram. She went nuts over this thing, and I hadn't even opened the box yet. So she could <laughs> smell it through the box? I, I guess so, okay? She was crazy about the toy. <laughs> she doesn't want to put it down. Or was it the baloney in your pants? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, guys, I'm telling you, like, she's crazy about these treats. I mean, they're just like her favorite thing ever. They're made in the USA. Uh, the the toy that comes in it, she just doesn't put it down now, Aww. and that's awesome. I mean, I I sprung for a few extra bucks just to get another uh, toy added in there, but yeah, this thing's amazing. It's the first box. I can't wait to see what the next stuff that's gonna arrive the next month. Listeners of our podcast can get one month for free when they sign up through our link when they yes. sign up for a six or a twelve month. I love this subscription. Yeah, it is fantastic, guys. All you dog lovers out there, if you guys own a pet. I highly recommend it. BarkBox is amazing. BarkBox actually takes some of the profits that they make from this and they contribute it to shelters. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, I so it's this. actually cool. They're actually helping out other dogs and they actually like provide things for your dog to enjoy. So I highly recommend it. I'm already signed up. I encourage you to do it too. So I have awesome. a dog. You should then sign I up too. You to sign up. Dude. All right. Well, if you guys are looking for the link, just head over to podcasters.com, scroll down to the sponsors area, and you will see the link for BarkBox. Uh, again, if you guys sign up for a six or a 12 month subscription, you will get one month for free. Yeah, it seems like it's a really cool service. So if you guys give it a shot, uh, let us know what you guys think. Leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you guys. I want to know about this baloney in your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> up here wants a sandwich. Apparently, I do it to a. <laughs> Apparently, I do it to draw you. <laughs> so it works. 
Uh, so uh, we'd like to remind you guys that also this episode of Pocketeers is brought to you by Amazon. Amazon. If you guys do any shopping on Amazon, make Amazon. sure you go to Pocketeers.com first and then click on the Amazon button. Amazon. Doing that before your purchase will take you to Amazon, Amazon. with our link and any our purchase link. that you. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk like that the rest I of the know. episode. Any, All right, do it. Any purchase that you any make. Any purchase that you make. <laughs> that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. it. No. Ding. Also, support for Podcasters is brought to you in part by listeners like you. Aww. If you would like to help out the podcast, for as little as $1 a month, you could be like a fairy godparent of the podcast. Every little bit definitely helps keep the podcast afloat, and we truly appreciate all of your patronage. If you happen to sign up via Patreon and contribute to the podcast, Javier will actually shout you out. Yeah, I will. Literally. Literally. Really? So, Javier, let's say that I just contributed. Mm -hmm. I want a shout out. Hey, Hazen! Just like, like that. that. That was awesome. <laughs> Just like that. It doesn't get any better than that. <laughs> Make it a ringtone to annoy people. Yeah. Whoa. Put it on loop to annoy your friends and family. Why is it annoying? Oh, it's not? I, I didn't think so. Ding. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys want to help us out, you can head over to podcasters.com and click on the Patreon logo or go to patreon.com slash podcasters. To everybody already that is acting like a fairy godparent of the podcast, we would like to say an additional thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Alright guys, that is gonna wrap it up for this episode. Anything else from you guys? Nope, good. <laughs> Disneyland and Beer Time. Until next week, here is the beer shoes and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so excited! So excited! You're trolling me again. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs>